The following is brought to you by Braided Media. What you're about to witness is a love story. One that's told orally and best experienced, well, orally. And while I'm being playful about those two words, um, orally is in the spoken word versus orally in the auditory format, there's a large part of me that's taking these next few minutes together with no hint of humor. For what we're about to do is embark on a serious journey to understand love. Love of music. Deep devotion to rhythm and the serious business of how three people found each other and how they found soundtracks that color our dance floors, our stereos, and now our mobile phones. In some ways, this story is like so many others I've worked on at 54 Lights. That is to say that it's unassumingly profound. Now with that said, this love story is also markedly different from others that I've told. Its cast features the immaculate triumvirate of Sine, Imanzi, and Grace. Together, the heartbeat of KIF Radio. These creators have been breathing music for years, having run from the dance floor to the stage, and now into the DJ booth. Their innovative podcast, the aforementioned KIF Radio, showcases emerging musicians in a way that's easy on the ears, but sometimes hard on the neighbors, as a KIF party virtual or otherwise, might just run all night long. For a love like this is serious. It draws you in, swallows you whole, and brings you back the next day, only so you can push play again and again and again. Good morning, good day, or good evening, and welcome to 54 Lights. This show is dedicated to elevate black voices through authentically told stories of Africans, African descendants, or allies of the community. For those of you who don't know, my name is Kondwani Mwasi, Ethiopian-born, Canadian-raised, and proudly Malawian. I typically live in the world of business, but find inspiration, energy, and purpose in creative spaces. This show is my passionate pursuit to better understand what shapes and defines culture. It is the manifestation, if you will, of my curiosity. Now, an important programming note. The past few weeks, we've zoned in on creators in the kitchen with a focus on food. We'll return to that focus in a few weeks. But for now, for today, we're interrupting our feast to devour some content that's meant to elevate the auditory experience. Forks down, volume up, way up. Without further a ramble, my next episode is Loving the Triple Threat with my friends from KIF Radio. I'm here with KIF Radio and the three masterminds behind it. Can you each introduce yourselves and tell the audience what part you play in KIF Radio? Well, ladies first. 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my name is Grace Saki. I joined Kip Radio a year ago. It's actually our, our little fun anniversary. Um, and I've joined Kip Radio to help build on the network and grow into bigger and greater bigger and greater things really um trying to collaborate with other artists and seeing how we can grow and expand in different avenues through radio or you know through other means of marketing and events and whatnot and so that's what i do in the background and i'm a big fan i was a fan first so (laughs) oh that's awesome thank thanks for that background grace and it's this is really important for me to situate where everybody where everybody plays and what everybody does I'm going to stick with you for one second, though, Grace. You are not of obviously of of African descent, which is which is like a big a big theme of my show. But what's maybe more important of a theme of my show is I love to get to know people's roots, where they're from, where their family backgrounds and their lineage comes from. So, Grace Saki, where are the roots of that from, if you don't mind? Yeah, of course. Uh, so my roots are are in the Philippines. That's where my family's from and immigrated from. I was born here in Toronto and I have not gone back to the motherland. I have not gone back to the Philippines. Uh, Unfortunately, it's something, you know, in terms of like talking about roots and Mm -hmm. where like our culture and heritage, uh, that has been such a big open uh, discovery for me as of late, especially in the last few years where I'm trying to, dig deeper into my own Filipino culture. And it's, it's a lot, you know, because we're, we, we also have a lot of uh, oppression and there's a, been a lot that has happened with the Philippines in terms of colonialism and not having a voice and where mm-hmm. that voice is and lies. So that is an important factor for me as well, where being a part of a community that can have that same um, related relation is, is, is important to me and to just be able to prop that up for everybody in every aspect and from every walk of life is, is, is important, I think. So I'm lucky that I'm a part of this, this crew, you know, I, I'm not African, but I'm Filipino and I love everything. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what, I, I probably phrased that question in the wrong way, but it's the richness of people's cultures that I love to celebrate and, and understand. So that's where the question was coming from. Does Saki mean anything like in? In, t- in Tagalog. So Tagalog, thank you. It's a Portuguese last name. Apparently, this is what my father said. I have no idea if this is actually fact. Um, but, and then in, I, I have a friend, uh, he's Brazilian. He said Saki actually, I think, means like to take over. Or something oh. like that. Mm. Yeah. So like gentlemen, the- gentlemen, be careful. That means she's <laughs> going to take over Kef Radio. Is that is that what I'm understanding? She got to know Grace a bit more now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let, let, let me let me then let me hop over to your your Hollywood Square since we're doing this via via Zoom. Imanzi, tell me about yourself a little bit. Where you come from? Uh, roots. The same questions as as Grace, but um, but obviously from your perspective, sir. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so my name is Imanzi, or they call me Imanzi. Um, my actual name is Yannick Manzi. Yeah, I was born in Rwanda but I grew up in Canada. Bounced around a lot, Quebec, Ottawa, um, and in the GTA for the most part of my adulthood after university and stuff. 
I basically started out uh, Kif Radio with my man, Curator Fly, or sound curator, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was, what, a bit over two years ago. I started DJing after he did, actually. And the funny thing is, before I actually moved to Toronto, um, I don't know if I ever told him that, but I had been to parties where he was DJing, maybe once or twice. So I, 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 I knew him by face, you know, I didn't know who he was, but yeah. And um, lo and behold, I started DJing after that. And we eventually met and we, we, we had the same idea basically of uh, starting some sort of a, 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 a podcast slash internet radio show whatnot that would um that would put at the forefront you know emerging artists from from either emerging african artists or um from the diaspora when did you first get start being called a manzi um that's a funny question actually i don't know if you know hip-hop like i grew up into hip-hop and they have like what they call the house of hip-hop with different elements right so i feel like every Everyone who's grown up, grown into hip hop, or at least been artists, have bounced around in different elements. Like either a lot of people have started b-boying first, and then they then started DJing, and then got into <laughs> rap, or you know, in a different order. And that was exactly the same for me. So I, I, I not that I was like dancing competitively, mm. but it's the first way that I started expressing myself through music. But then uh, very, very quickly, I, I, I started getting into rap. And when I actually started like recording, I had like this, this moniker was Le Penseur Imanzi. And I guess Imanzi just, just stayed. So, so what, what happens when you walk down the street? Does anybody say, hey, Yannick? The people that know me like personally, maybe even like more than 10, 15, 20 years, will call me Yannick. Family okay, so members call me right. Yannick. But people that maybe have gone to know me in university when I was like full-blown rapper and everything, like pulling out mixtapes, <laughs> still to this day, they call me like Ponce or Le Ponce. Ah, that's interesting. Only it's people like, who've gotten to know me like recently call me Imanzi. It's kind of funny, like, you know, when you're talking to people, you, you sometimes can situate when you met them based on exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. based on so you've got yeah. you've got three different lives you've got the yannick you've got Ponce, yeah, exactly. and you've got it manzi so it, it situates yeah. who's who's calling okay sine drum roll you're the last up tell me a little bit about yourself or tell us uh, about yourself and then you've got i've got some interesting questions for you because we 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 have three names for you <laughs> um, that I've heard over the past little while and even today, which is obviously Sine. Then I've got, uh, cre- sorry, cre- what was it? What was that? Creative Fly. I actually used yeah. to myself. Oh, you do? <laughs> Calling yeah. him, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and then we got yeah. Sound Curator, I think is the, yeah. is, the, is the latest. So, but that's, that's maybe part two of the question. Tell me about Sine, please. So Sine, my background's from Guinea. I grew up in France. I was born and raised in France, actually. Um, both of my parents are from Guinea. Been going to Guinea quite often every summer. Uh, I got lucky enough for my parents. To, they were able to send us to, to Africa almost like every two years. So I know 
African people very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I know my roots very well. My parents made sure that we knew our roots very well, so we knew where we were coming from, even though we were in a in a predominantly uh, white neighborhood. We were still very African, so that's why I, I, I really want to give thanks to my parents for that because um, you know it, it wasn't easy for them. We, I like I don't speak the like, my my home language, but I, I have the 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 the, the do's and don'ts. Of you know being African, <laughs> <laughs> is actually the name of my great grandfather, who was um, uh, kind of like a mayor of a village. He actually created a whole um, county, if I can say, I can call it like that. My French background is very—you can hear it in my accent. You know, I, I wasn't able to get rid of it. You know, music-wise as well, I, I got all my music from the studio. I grew up listening to a lot of French, French rap, French hip-hop, Afrobeat, but more of like French Afrobeat, you know, like all those like Coupe de Calais, Dombolo. Um, because obviously, like, I couldn't understand any other languages before. And, you know, even though I was listening to hip-hop, uh, US, US, US hip-hop and all that, it was more for the vibes than what they were saying, right? And for so, the lyrics, yeah. Okay. The lyrics, exactly. So... I, I always been like a vibe type of person. Like it was the vibe first before and then the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I started I started dancing too, and then I started to rap. Uh, so my, my 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 rapper's name was McFly, and so from McFly I became as a rapper. Uh, I rap for I don't know from '98 up until I moved to Canada. Actually, after I moved to, to Toronto, to 2013, I was heavy. Heavy in rap, you know, like like Manzi, like dropping mixtapes, making music videos, and all that. <laughs> um, and then you know, DJ came after um, because I moved to Toronto, started to organize parties, and and you know, I, I, I had I had my hands on the on the controller one day, and and that was it. I'm like, oh. I'm not I'm not a rapper anymore. I'm a DJ. Okay, <laughs> you guys are you guys are um, are seeding my next question, but but. Uh... When did you make the move then to sound creator, uh, curator? So, so, so from McFly to creator, oh my God, I have so yeah, McFly to creator fly. So McFly, McFly became became Killer Mac at some at some point as a rapper. I was Killer Mac when I was very, uh, I was doing my ego trip rapper. I was nice. Killer Mac, you know. <laughs> um, but and then when I started to DJ, I was trying to look for. I didn't want to keep the same, you know, rapper's name. I was kind of wanting to change. And so because I, I was, I love Toronto. And my first year in Toronto was magical, like magical. You know, going out, meeting people, and all that. So my first DJ name was Fly Six Side. So I keep I kept the Mac like the end of Mac Fly and and added the Six Side for Toronto. So my, that was my uh-huh. first DJ name. Uh huh. And then I switched to create a fly uh, when I was more in, in tune in what I was becoming as a DJ. And some creator came uh, during COVID. In, a, in like a bizarro universe, right? So in another universe, a parallel universe, mm-hmm. what are you doing? So, I mean, just, just to, to make sure I understand the question, is it something that something else that we would have done or is it because honestly i started doing something totally different than music before right i was right. in it i was in it and then i was switched to music but you know i don't know if it would be like something that would be in a different life to do well I, I, so that yeah that's a really good qualifier on the question so what it you know maybe from a passionate perspective and i'm not saying you're not passionate about about it 
But mm-hmm. if, if you could choose a different passion or a different lane to chase, what lane would it be? Mm. Or maybe this is the lane he started to chase. Mm-hmm. We are in the alternate universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. She, no, she caught it because you already made the hop. You already no, crossed I, it into the other one. <laughs> I have the answer for myself. Um, to be honest, in a parallel universe, I would have been uh, a vocalist or I don't know. I want to say like R&B singer, but I don't know. Maybe it's in the year 2200 and R&B is not a thing. Maybe there's different genres, but I would have been a singer. Yeah. Hey, we, we, yeah we would have been a duo then. I would have been a duo. <laughs> We have met, we would have met and we have created yeah. a group and we have been like a duo. Yeah, there you go. Sounds like we all would have been singers because I think in my alternate, <laughs> there you go. We got a band. Singer, like <laughs> I honestly, I I grew up dancing. I I was a B girl. I grew up with break dancing and step. Like and music was in my my it was just in my soul and. I love singing growing up and I still sing like I write music on the guitar and everything. It's just that is would be the ultimate, ultimate alternative world, right? Yeah. So music is really it just runs through all of your old veins. Okay. I mean, it's just there. Well, you've met the group, Grace, Imanzi, and Sound Curator, who's still known as Creative Fly to many. And as you can see, music is the common fabric that stitches these lives together and makes our ears sing. As Cine so eloquently put it, music is everything. Now we're going to take a little bit of a pause here and listen to it for real. Here's a track that's been specifically curated for this show by our friends at KIFF Radio. It's a taste, and it means for us as fans, new or old, to appreciate their talents. you are 
where does the ear come from? Mm. Right? So and by ear, what do you mean though? Yeah, so let me let me qualify that. So what gives you the ability to hear gold in a place where it's it's a it's crowded, you know? I guess mm. that's does that does that help answer the the, the question of Nancy? Like is that clarified a bit? Yeah, I guess. Um, and to be honest, I I don't really know. I just know that it's what I've been doing forever. So for instance, I started downloading music like I think it was in 98 or 99, like using Napster on mm. dial-up, you know? So <laughs> so at the time. I was one of the first guys like in my neighborhood to have internet for one and to be able to download music and whatnot. So just naturally, I just started making mix mixtapes, you know, putting together like, uh, you know, a selection of what, like 15, 20 songs or whatever a blank CD could hold. And then just burning copies, giving them to my boys. You know, I wasn't I wasn't that entrepreneurial and selling mixtapes. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah. It, and to be honest, like, I don't know, it just felt natural. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like a collection of my favorite songs, but, you know, naturally, people just liked the mixtapes and I just, you know, made a couple Kept more. Yeah. And, and even when, because then I started moving, I stopped making the mixtapes, but I was just always, always, always digging or downloading music, you know, and especially with hip hop, because I'm, I'm, I'm a child of hip hop. With hip hop, you know, hip hop is, is based on, on, well, actually, at least like old school hip hop, if I could say, sampling, sampling mostly soul music, electronic music, and so on and so forth. So after a while, when you start listening to a couple of hip hop songs, you started recognizing samples. And then you have different avenues to dig into. So it's just like, I've been digging for 20 plus years, you know? And I don't know, like, obviously, when, when I choose songs, I have things that I personally gravitate towards more. But after a while, you also have an understanding of what people look into, uh, what, what people look for, I mean, into music. You know, what are the formulas that just work well for artists? You know, what's, what, what's a, a song structure that's just going to be this catchy to people and that they're automatically going to sing along to? Do you source music or do you find music for yourself or for the audience? <laughs> Great question. That's the, that's the ultimate question, right, for a DJ. <laughs> All right, let me put it this way. I will never play a song that I hate that I can't listen to, you know? So even though, although in a night out, you're playing for people, right? You're playing for a purpose. Like you wanna, you wanna move the party or the crowd from point A to point B, but technically you're part of the crowd too, you know? If you're not vibing to that music, like it's gonna translate in how you play or and, and the people are just gonna feel it, you know? And I feel like this is how, you know, people or DJs are able to differentiate themselves through their taste. Although, you know, now it's a bit, people almost all sound the same because they have access to the same music. Yeah. But yeah, like you have to find that perfect balance where 
you wanna you you wanna um, you know please the crowd as much as possible, but also you know sprinkling a bit of your taste in your mix. Yeah, for sure. That's a, so you you've got a little bit of your signature coming through there. Exactly. But I I, re I really like what you just said about like you're you're part of the crowd too, right? And you yeah. respect that. Um, Sine, yeah. is that is that how you look at things? Or sorry, <laughs> like is, is do you guys? Is that something that makes sense to you when when so, uh, Imanzi's saying that, or you, you I, think I, differently? I feel, I feel like this interview is gonna be the same answers for Imanzi. And <laughs> so I'm just gonna. That means I'm, it's a good collab. It means it's good that I'm you know. No, I'm I'm just gonna add on top of this and say that uh, you know with the natural hair that we we both have, I think there's also like experience that that comes into play. Um, because obviously your first gig wasn't your best one because you have to learn how to move the crowd, even though your music was still great or you like the music you played, maybe the, what, the, how you structure the music, how you play the music, uh, when you put that music, or when you have, you know, we call the, the turn up, the turn up, you know, time during a party. Mm -hmm. That's always like prime time. Party, you know, prime time. You need to know that time. You need to know where to play that set of music. So all of that comes with experience as well. But in terms, like if, and now I want to transpose to Keith Radio, which is a bit different than when you party with DJ in a club, for Keith Radio, we have, it's literally the songs that we love, him and in, in Manti. Like we're not even playing for, I mean, we're playing for people to discover new music. We're not playing yeah. for people to dance or have fun or, you know, it's mainly to make people discover new music. So mainly we're gonna play music that we love, you know, obviously. And as much as we're trying to play up and coming artists, we're also playing, you know, artists that are already established, you know, uh, like Whiskey, for example, Burner Boy, you know, we're still gonna play the new releases music because we know, obviously, you know, most of the people are gonna listen or would yeah. is gonna listen to those, right? So we also listen to those artists, but honestly, like where everything comes, it's just being able to dig for new music and new artists. Me, I love that. I love. When I found a new song, I'm so excited. I'm like, yo, Yannick, <laughs> <laughs> did you hear this? Did you hear this? Yeah, you know, and, and what's beautiful is like every time we do a Keith radio episode, like I'm excited to hear Yannick said because I know I'm going to listen to new music. I'm going to maybe ask for a little bit of dissension in here. Grace, you're coming at this from a little bit of a different angle in terms of your role and responsibilities with Kif Radio. It's it's maybe not with the content, uh, so correct me if I'm wrong there, but it's not with the with with curating the content and finding the music. Um, do you ever turn to these two and say, I, I didn't like that? <laughs> I've, you know what, in terms of the music, these guys are like next level when it comes to finding new music, curating new music. I, I find new music through them. I'm just, a lucky participant to get the, <laughs> the intro before anybody else nice does. yeah you've got the ultimate scoop on everything yeah. that's going on no that's yeah. that's great that's great I, and and so maybe maybe just to, to stick on this line and for sure sound curator i'm going to come back to this 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 concept of where you find these artists and how you find them but before i get there i find the format of your show just tremendously intriguing because it is that place of discovering new music and then you get to discover the artist it's very different it's very unique obviously if the music wasn't good then people are turning off kith radio but this is it's just it, it draws you in 
are you are, are you precious about that format or is it is it sort of free form well the way that the format is is that they have their they have their each their set and then they put it together they create their own set so in some episodes you'll actually hear a distinct difference between the the curation of the music sometimes Sine will go more afro beats and then you know Imanti will go more r&b like if i can add a side note it could be a switch of DJs or just a switch of moods because like, you know, that time that maybe I'll play more R&B stuff. Mm. The next episode, maybe Curator is going to play more R&B stuff, right? Or sometimes like within each of our sets, like sometimes we do each one set. Sometimes we do, we divide the episode in three mm. or sometime within our sets, like we might bounce around from genre to genre. So yeah, it's, 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 it's really freeform. Wow. Yeah, it's free form. It's really what we vibe. We vibing on at the time. Um, like honestly, like we we're getting like the next show ready right now, and and what's the most difficult is actually to say those those fifteen songs, because there's you know there's so many artists that we listen to and so many songs right. we want to put on. Um, and sometimes you're like, ah, which one? You know, you 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 you're doing your mix and you're like, okay, this one fit better than the other one or this one you know so it's really like the music really make the format September when I met you, I cannot remember. Was it you who ran through all my sudden? What I need for shelter? Summer. 
where are you finding these people? How are you finding these people? Um, and just what's that process like? Again, without giving away your secret sauce, but it's like <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, let's see. Oh, okay. So well, maybe right we can now, we can exactly, beat that right? out. But <laughs> I mean, because right now, and 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 obviously, you know, we're very. Uh, not, I mean, I've always been like that, very secret about the music I found. And like Yannick, when I was doing those CDs, sometimes I wasn't even putting like the track list. I was just giving the CDs away to my my friends, and I was like, okay, you listen to the music, you have the music by yourself. But honestly, like, I mean, I don't know for I would speak for myself. Me, I'm very secretive with the music that I found, unless it's like I share with Yannick. I have another friend, uh, Junior, we share music together as well. But I like to be, I like to be the first one to drop music to be honest with you. And you know, I go anywhere from. All the music platform that I can find, you know, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, uh, name it. Today it's so much easier with the technology that we have to find music than it was before. Before you you had to know those artists that you were looking for. Today you don't have to know them, yeah. you know, because they will just pop up on your on your stream or on your on your on your Spotify or iTunes music, you know. So. That's what I love about the technology today. It's like you don't have to really look for those artists. They will come to you. And then you still have to do the research, though. You still have to do the yeah. digging. You have to listen to the project. You still have to do the background, where they're coming from, you know, with the first album, first EP, you know. So that comes after you listen to the song the first time. But yeah, like it's, I feel like it's a bit different than what we used to do when we had dial up. You know, when we had dial up, we we're looking for those artists, you know, like, oh, I want this, I want that JJ yeah. album, or I want yeah. that like Chris album, you know. Now you're like, oh, he's new. I don't know him. Let me see what he has. Mm. You know? Yeah, for sure. And I think that's, that's what I was going at before, Manzi, about that, like the ear because there's so much coming at you. I know you guys have the secret process, not giving that away, but you know, just a little sliver of that, that, that sound curator said, it's still like, I'm telling you right now, I could spend the next three weeks doing that, going to sound, like, and I'm not finding what you guys are finding. If I can add a little something too, you know, sometimes, um, as I was saying a bit earlier, you know, you start to recognize, let's say like, formulas or song structures and whatnot sometimes you might listen to something or even you know a new burner boy song let's say and you know with experience you might start to hear something slightly different in the composition maybe a new instrument maybe maybe a, a new different kind of rhythm and that's going to trigger a, a totally new um kind of research for you oh where is this coming from Oh, where is this? Maybe it's a lyric. Oh, uh, I've never heard that word before. Where is it from? And then you learn some slang from South Africa. And then you, you, you're in that South Africa uh, the deep hole now. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you just find like all these, 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 all these artists, genres yeah. or subgenres that are very like region specific. And this is when you, I feel like this is how you, you start to almost have a feel of, you know, what's going to pop next. COVID, for, for mm. the space that you are in, or the space that we are all in, let's face it, COVID kind of should be a little bit of like a death knell, right? Um, however, it seems that with you, or you all rather, I'm sorry, I'm talking the royal you, it, there's almost like this sense where I feel like almost your audience has maybe gotten bigger and could get bigger because instead of maybe doing um, 
DJs at parties and spaces, you're now doing at almost like with, with the podcast, it's like limitless space, right? It's boundless audiences. Um, the energy might be a little bit different, but it's, it feels to me like you can reach a broader audience. Um, that's my perception. What's your perception of what COVID has done for what you are doing for your craft, your art? Yeah, I was going to say COVID. We met in COVID and uh-huh. we all, you know, we're like, we want to take this and we want to make it big and we want to to grow. We want to get out there. We want people to know what Cave Radio is. We want this. And we we all knew that that was going to be the the goal and that it's going to take time, but why not here and now? And why not go for this dream? Because what's stopping us? Yeah, it's been blossoming during COVID, to be honest with you. Um, and I, I, I'm guessing also, and I'll be honest, like the fact that Grace came on board to help a lot, because, you know, we, we're creatives, you know, we, we do that great. But when in terms of like connecting with people, following up on, you know, things and trying to you know, to to sometimes we we so far in our thing that we don't really booking this interview. <laughs> exactly, for example, you know, for example. But uh, this is so much important for us right now because we're trying to grow, right? And there's so yeah. much things that we, we can do and some that we just cannot do. Yeah. So when Grace came on board, like you 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 can feel like yeah. And we were also a year into it, so we were we had like a way of working with Yannick. We knew each other a little bit more. Uh, uh, better and um, uh, so Grace coming in, giving us this this help um, during COVID was was great. So I appreciate it. So, last question I have for you is, what went into the name? Uh, <laughs> ah, that's the question. It's, it's funny, <laughs> or is that secret I, as well? No, ah, not at no? all. Okay, not okay. All. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Like, oh, that we didn't talk about the name actually. Yeah. yeah. So, kif is actually a real word. Like, we didn't invent it. And to be honest, like before even before we even started the podcast, like a couple of years before that, I, I like we we've, we've had the same idea, you know, curator and I to do something like this. I've been toying with this idea. He's been toying with this idea. So on my side, I had like this sort of blog, I guess, that I had called Le Kif. And um, I just thought it was cool that we should like keep this name for the, for the show, right? But Kif means, uh, it's a French slang. That means like, you know, it, it could either be a, a verb like kiffer or a noun like a kif. I don't know exactly how to translate it like precisely, but it's. Mais dis-le en français, c'est quoi, c'est quoi en français? Like, c'est, c'est l'amour? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> ça, ça vient le penseur, ça. Exactly. <laughs> Let me give you an example in context. So you could say, like, je te kiffe, like, I love you. Or yes. you could say, oh, uh, c'est vraiment un kiff, like, I, I really love this. Right. You know? Okay, so it's versatile so, like that. It, yeah. exactly so so kif it just made sense because like it's really like the songs that 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 we like deeply love and believe in that you know we feel like the audience is going to love as well right trying to translate that from the french to the english so we have we have this thing in the show that you can hear sometimes we say are you kiffing that means do you like it <laughs> 
you can choose <laughs> to play on or you can choose to press pause. So you're essentially saying I'm into it or I'm not into it. Um, so rock music, play pause. on. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? I will, I will play some old school rock music, but whatever thing to that I could not play because I don't listen to rock music, honestly. I could play some Nirvana in Guns N' Roses. I like that. There's a few songs that I like. But... New music versus classic jams like old school oh hip hop. Oh my God. Old school, new school. Oh. Like on Kiff or just in general? In general. Old school. Yo, I can't, it's, it's you hard, can't ask man. me stuff like that. <laughs> the roots you know whole school is the roots of everything right and now you're telling me like i cannot listen to new music where that's something that i actually love i don't know man <laughs> it's hard <laughs> you know what I, play on play on play on play on whole school you know that's the, that's the truth of my roots yeah. and, and to be honest i feel like i was gonna say the same thing like play on yeah. old school as well So there you have it. The conversation continues. Part of our show was recorded and produced at Cultural Light Studios, the soundstage and auditory office of 54 Lights. Naturally, and by special exception, music for this episode was curated with permission by our friends at KIF Radio. For all of you listening, new or old to this show, I urge you to keep tabs on my guests. They're innovators in the space of music and have recently launched another great format to consume it. It's called La Function. Grace, Imanzi, Sine, and all your aliases, I cannot say how much I appreciate and am thankful for the great time we spent together. For all you're doing and all you're going to do, play on. Remember that today's episode was supposed to be a tease of what's to come after we finish our foray into food. We're going to be talking to a few amazing artists and some other people who are composers and some people who are just flat out changing the music game. Ones who are forging new roads with their creative craft. People like Al Lee and Roland Best, both residents of Western Canada who's going through so much right now and both who are amazing artists in their own powerful ways. I can't wait to put those episodes out. Ali, Roland, you're up next. Now remember that when we get back to our regular programming, we'll feature some great guests, including Paul Taylor, who's shaping and reshaping food activism. As always, our roster of shows includes change agents, entrepreneurs, and inspiring people from the continent and beyond in many different walks of life. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any of our amazing episodes, be they past, present, or those yet to come. You can find us wherever you do your listening. That's iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. If you enjoy some social sprinkled in with your experience, please follow us on Instagram under our handle, crowd 54 listen like share 
This is your privileged host, Kandwani Mwase speaking. Until we meet again, thank you for listening.